0: chapter 12 of the wavy-tailed warrior this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org the wavy-tailed warrior by john breck chapter 12 the mice defeat themselves stripes wasn't a bit afraid but he didn't want everyone else to suffer on his account I'll go away willingly, he told Dr. Muskrat. if you think I ought to. I don't, snapped the old doctor. I think we might as well fight it out now. If we give in to them, there's no knowing what they'll demand next. You'd think this world belonged to the field mice, he snorted. That's one of the things Great Grandfather Field Mouse had said at the meeting, you know. A pretty place this world would be if they tried to run it. Next thing they'll be saying they made it themselves instead of Mother Nature. "'But there are a great many field mice,' argued Stripes. "'They may do a lot of harm. "'They can't do much more than they always have,' the angry old muskrat snorted harder than ever. "'If they haven't enough sense to see that, what more can you expect of them? "'The whole tail and whiskers of them taken together hasn't the brains of a bullfrog.' Nibble Rabbit didn't say much he had friends among them so of course they came to him i know they kill you he said but you treat the plants just the same you ruin everything you set a tooth into if you want them to know how important they are all of you move away and let them see how it is to get along without you now that was sensible but they wouldn't listen they said but if you fight us we'll do away with you Just like we did with Tad Coon. You'll be sorry. On the third day after Great Grandfather Field Mouse declared war, the mice began to fight. They felt sure they would have an easy victory. How do you suppose they meant to do it? They were going to spoil Tommy Peel's potato patch. This was really a bright idea. I don't believe for a minute that they thought of it themselves, they must have heard it from somebody. I don't mean that anyone was a traitor to Stripe's skunk, but the field mice are always creeping about and listening to what people say when nobody imagines they're near. They learned that Stripe's was going to take care of the potato patch to pay back for those chickens he'd killed. If he didn't, they thought, of course, Tommy Peel would send him away. My, but Dr. Muskrat laughed when he heard the news. (laughs) It's all over now, said he we won't even have to go out and fight them but he wouldn't tell why so at dusk the field mice began to gather if you think there were a lot of them out the day they went down into nibble rabbit's hole to steal a mouthful of fur from the woodchuck for a charm against owls you ought to have seen them now for they'd all raised families since the spring had come the grasses fairly shook with them the earth was covered with them at dark they began to scuttle into the potato patch. <coughs> laughed the little owls. Those woodchuck charms didn't bother them a bit. They feasted on field mice, but the angry mice wouldn't pay any attention to them. caw <coughs> chuckled the hawk. Just a minute the moon comes up so I can see to hunt, I'll be with you. But when the moon did come up, there wasn't a single tail stirring. You see, those mice didn't know about potatoes. They never ate them because they didn't like the taste. But they never knew other people did. Now, potato plants don't intend to be eaten. They hide the potatoes that they make to feed themselves, the ones we steal from them down under the ground. But they fill their green parts that the mice saw above the ground with a juice that makes folks mighty sorry if they try to eat them excepting those bugs who never eat anything else. That's why the bugs made Stripe sick. Anyone can eat their eggs, or the bugs who hide under the ground, like the good potatoes. But the bugs and the green leaves above the ground? Ugh! You know what Bobby Robin said about them. Crunch, crunch, went the busy teeth of the cross little mice. Ow! In just seven whisks of a tail they turned and ran as fast as their scurry-skippy feet could carry them my but they were sorry they'd tried to be so naughty end of section 12 read by patrice De hart